0: Hey everybody, it's RJ and this episode of the flow under five is a clip from the newest course on the flow Academy site, which is the science of flow, a decoding peak performance course. So if you're interested in this content, you'll definitely love that course. I recommend that you go and check out the Flow Academy website and subscribe to the newsletter to get more information on the course. Thanks. So first off with the flow state, let's talk about some of the conditions and how it kind of works out. So flow, first off, is a merging of action and awareness. And so what does this mean is um, unlike a lot of other conditions, whether it's mindfulness or just zoning out, boredom, all of that, with flow, it's a very unique condition in that you actually have to merge your action and awareness into one in order to be in that peak flow state. So that means, you know, you can't be thinking about other things and you can't be, drifting off, zoning out, you are completely present and embodied in the experience in flow. So it's a merger of action and awareness. Second up, flow is often called a peak state. Rather than sometimes flow, you might know it as being in the zone or a peak state, the peak experience, and that's what it's all about as well. Performance goes through the roof in flow. Now, it's also an optimal state of consciousness. As we'll get into, it ties into the merging of action and awareness. The optimal state of consciousness with flow is unlike with mindfulness, where there doesn't have to be a goal or an ultimate kind of objective to it. With flow, there's usually goals and objectives. And so that's where consciousness becomes this optimal state. And of course, performance goes through the roof with flow. We've seen this in both action adventure sports as well as other types of sports. I find that the sport analogy for flow is very common because it's one of the easiest and most accessible ways to actually see and visualize flow. But there's other things we'll talk about too in terms of music, but performance across the board goes through the roof. So this could also be in workplaces. And that's why flow is so important in terms of workplaces as well. Uh, a study, a long-term study by the McKinsey Group has shown that performance you know, doubles or triples or goes up even higher. And the problem is that most people, like 70% of people at work are not fulfilled with their work. And so businesses and, and corporations can kind of start to understand and appreciate why flow is so important in terms of performance in the workplace as well. So let's talk about the conditions of flow and we're going to go through, there's 10, essentially 10 conditions of flow that make up the state. And once you understand those 10 conditions, it'll be a lot easier to describe the experiences as well as the neurochemistry of flow and the triggers that you can use to get into flow more on your own as well. So first up is the skill and challenge ratio. And so I think this is the most important one to keep in mind in a lot of ways, because this is where people kind of start to understand what flow means, but also why it's so important that there's kind of goals and objectives to flow as well as how to actually be in that. So With the skills and challenge ratio, as you can see, there's essentially what's known as the flow channel. And that's where you've got this balance between your skills and the challenge of the objective at hand. Now, if your skills are too high or the challenge is too high, you're out of balance. And so what we often see is you know above the skill when the skill's too high, but your challenge when your skills too low, the challenge is too high. You're in a state of anxiety. You're not in that peak state because things are a little bit too challenging for you. When your skills are too high and the challenge is too low, you're in a state of ang- in a state of boredom because things aren't challenging enough. So what we often find is with flow. And just like mastery or deliberate practice, all of the concepts that kind of tie into progressive improvement and peak performance is sort of you go from a point of on the diagram, you know, A1 to A2 to A3 to A4, you're either gonna push yourself up with more challenge that you than you can handle and adapt to it over time, or your skills gonna level up. And you're gonna go into that state of boredom a little bit until things balance back out, kind of at a new normal or a higher point where you've become a little bit better. If you're interested in learning more about the science of flow, visit the Flow Academy website at flowacademy.ca and sign up for the newsletter. Remember to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It really helps to make a difference. And also share it with a friend or two who you think would like this content.